Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that this show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 201. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Welcome to another episode. This is a really special, special treat. I've never done this before. I am sharing with you an episode of a podcast that I was a guest on because it was so fucking fun. I couldn't even stand the thought of you guys not hearing it. I'm serious. Like that's how much fun it was. I've been a guest on tons of podcasts. I love being a guest on podcasts. I think it's like this nice relieving experience, you know, like I don't have to be the host. I can just sit there and like answer questions about myself. Um, And this one just stood out as a recent experience that was so fun. And I thought, why not ask the host if I can share this episode with my audience? So I did, and she said yes. So I want to share with you when I was on episode 46 of Adultish Wines, and it's like wine, like whiny, like (laughs) W-H-I-N-E. You've got to go find this show. You've got to follow it. You've got to subscribe. You've got to listen. Um, Paige is the host. She had me um, as a guest in her studio at her home here in Houston. We had a freaking blast. We laughed so hard. And then like when I listened back to the show, when it, when it, um, released, uh, for her listeners, I laughed so hard. I almost cried. <laughs> it was so great. Um, let me tell you a little bit about her show. It's a podcast where we whine about adulting, pour yourself a big glass of wine and come whine with host Paige Crutcher. Paige is the queen of oversharing, so nothing is off limits. Hopefully her future husband will be okay with that. Uh, Prepare to bitch about life, family, friends, sex, dating, and mental health. We are asking questions, learning, disagreeing, and dishing confessions. This is a sort of adultish podcast. So coming up next is my appearance on Adultish Wines, hosted by Paige Crutcher. Hi, whiners. Welcome back. Happy Thirsty Thursday. It's your girl, P. And of course, Cinco is doing all the technological mixing things over there. And I'm really excited for today's guest. We have Brittany Crossin on. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank this you for entering. So, this is fabulous. Thank you. Fabulous. I love it. You went to the wrong apartment. I did. <laughs> I did. And the man was quite friendly. And he even asked me, like, what are you looking for? He tried to help. Oh. And all the, all the while, his dog is escaping out of his apartment, running down the sidewalk. And I was like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. I've messed up your evening. Oh, my God. <laughs> but and then I finally arrived. That could have gone. You never know who's going to answer that door. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you don't know whose house. They, you don't know what they got behind I, the door. Thank God he was nice. Thank yeah. God he was nice. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it safe. And it's like a thousand degrees out here. So you're running around the heat, too. But um, I have kind of a list of, of your your resume here. So bear with me. And I've already checked with you, but there's some alliteration. So, um, well, first of all, I first met Brittany at a podcasting networking event. Right. Um, maybe a year, a year and a half a year, ago. A year ago, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and I just remembered you were on the panel and I was like, I love her. She's very like herself. You were authentic. You were real. You were relatable. Um, Thank you. Yeah. So That's I nice. just really enjoyed. So I wanted to make sure I know at that event that I connected with you and a few other people, but we've kept in touch over social media. And right. um, I really love the content that you put out there. So with that said, she has she's a host of a podcast called The Social Sunshine Podcast. Yes. Um, did I read that you're in the top 100 of marketing podcasts on Apple? We have been. We have been up in the charts many times. That's so it's, cool. Oh, it's so exciting every time I'm like dancing and excited every time. It oh never gets God. old. Never gets old. No. Okay, we're going to talk more about your podcast, but you also are a boss and a CEO of a company called Fun Love Media, um, which is a social media and podcasting agency. Right. Okay. 
So I definitely want to know more about that. And then you do have like a membership subscription service to social media content creators right. called Small Biz Social Society. Oh, look at you with the S's. Bing, bang, boom. I, I feel mean, good about that. I don't know what I was thinking when I named it, but anyway. <laughs> no. And you said before, you were like, I was thinking of like, should I rename that? Should I do? No, it's so much work to go through a rebrand. It really is. I don't want to mess with that. And it's it's kind of a risk, too, because are people going to... right? stay with you stay, like know that it's you yeah kind you of never thing. know right it's a it's a risk it's a risk so if you do it you got to do it kind of early on right in your career yeah we'll see how it goes but either way we have a lot of fun in all the things in all the yeah. things okay so let's first talk about the podcast cinco i'm gonna say this on air can you turn the fan up one Sorry, <laughs> just press the the light under the light. It's button. summer in Houston, people. It is so incredibly. Yeah, you hear that kick in? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, good. These get lights in here. Wind. I know. <laughs> Let me get all dewy and everything. Um. Okay. So, how long have you been doing the social sun? There we go. I know. How long have you been doing the social sunshine podcast? I started the show in the fall of 2019. Oh, okay. So. As we're recording it, what's that, three and a half-ish or so years? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. that's kind of a lot. That's a long time for a podcast these days because right. there's you can very easily get that. Yeah. Like, I'm not, what are we doing here? I'm not going anywhere. I'm not getting picking up speed. And then give up. Yeah. yeah. Not I. Not no. I. I don't. I'm like that though, and I. My husband might say that that's a pain in the ass because <laughs> I get set. I get set on something and I'm gonna do it. Um, but honestly, in the big picture, it's good because when I, I'm usually not always, but usually good at trusting my gut. And I knew I wanted to host a podcast all the way back to like 2015. What? Because I remember where we lived. Um, where we're Houstonians, but we lived in Kentucky for one year for Ryan's job, for my husband's job. So. It, I have vivid memories of that right. year. And also, what I forgot to say, she's a wife and a mom of two. Which yes, we'll talk about two. But. Yes, but I remember that year for some reason is just the year I started listening to podcasts. It was very early on in yeah. podcasting in general, and I was obsessed with my shows and I listened to them every day. You know, and I I just realized, wow, like these people are creating their own show. Like it's not. Hollywood, which is what I always dreamt of is going to Hollywood, but mm -hmm. that's not what this was. You could make it happen yourself and have a show. And then like somebody on the other side of the world could listen. And it was just so special and exciting. So ever since 2015, I was obsessed, but I just, my kids were babies and, uh, you know, yeah. so fast forward and 2019 and made it happen. And so do you think, did you have any ideas early on in 2015 about like what you wanted the podcast to be around? And then it really changed in 2019 because the social sunshine podcast is geared towards social media, um, content right. creation, marketing, how to be the best, how to right. go viral, how to brand your, right. your work and yourself. So was that kind of the same mind? I didn't know what the hell I wanted my show to be about. You just wanted to do I it. just wanted a show, but I'm a performer. You always want yeah. a show. Yeah. We don't matter. Whatever. We're just going to make a show. <laughs> yeah. And um, it's good. I I had those years to raise the kiddos from being babies and all that stuff and then made that decision, you know, in 2019. And it's like one of the best things I've ever done. I mean, you you agree. Yes. Podcasting is fantastic. I love it so much. And I told you a little bit right before we started that this is my third season, even though there's only two seasons out there. <laughs> I told you, you earned to the three. I did. I earned those stripes. Yes. Um, so I told, I'm like, no, this is season three. Um, but, and as the listeners know, I had a co-host in season one and she was like, I love you. This is not for me. Please continue. And I was like, this is the most, this is my favorite thing I've ever done in my life. I didn't even know this was going to be yeah. it. And I'm going to continue even if it's, you know, a, a hobby. Yeah. And it's cool. You just well, went. it's special, and you're making an impact on people. I mean, it's that it's a big deal. I do think that that is the most rewarding thing so far is yeah. the um the the DMs and yeah. just when I'm so excited for myself and I'm posting something like, oh my god, I just did it, or I had this guest on, or I have this new sponsor, and people were like, oh my god, so excited. I don't know if it's like the words of affirmation or the validation, right? Or, but right. it is good. Yeah. But you said so. Have you always been a performer? Because I know you talked about yeah. 
wanting to be an actor. Right. right. Yeah, I've been a performer since I was a kid. Like, I was put into dance classes as a little girl, like probably a lot of little girls are yeah. were um, back in the 80s. And But I just so happened to love it. Um, that's not the case for all kiddos, of course, but I loved it. And so that was the thing at first. It was a smaller town in Texas, so you didn't have a lot of options. So that's what we went with. Okay. I loved dancing. I did that all throughout my childhood, all the classes, all the things. Um, as a middle schooler and in high schooler, I did cheerleading because another – another way to perform. Yeah. Right. And then, um, I did get into doing local things in Houston as far as like, I did some film, I did some TV, I did a lot of theater. Okay. Um, all the way, all the way up until not, I mean, not too many years ago, my last, um, my last performance as an actor officially was in 2017. That's the last time I did it. Okay. Um, in a play. Yeah. So, yeah, I have years of performing, and the plan was to go to Hollywood. The plan was specifically, though, first to conquer television as a sitcom star, like the girls on Full House. Oh, I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, because I grew up watching that, and I remember as a kid realizing, like, wait a minute. Wait, these are real kids. Yeah. Wait. And they can, like, go to this job, and they can be on TV. It just all clicked for me. And I told my dad, I was, like, 11, I was, like, I want to be on television. Oh, my God, how cute. I was set. You can tell me otherwise. All the way up until not that many years ago. And um, so I'm not an actor on a <laughs> successful sitcom right now yet. But, but I could see you on a full house <laughs> well, situation. It, I mean, it, how fun, right? And it's it's similar to, like, theater. I love theater. Like, you can be in front of a live audience. Like, or at least yeah. back then. I know it's not as common now to have those kinds of shows. But anyway, yeah, that was that was the goal. That was the dream. That was all I was going to do. And but it's been kind of weird, amazing, beautiful that on social media now I've performed for millions of people when the goal was to do it on TV, but it happened in a different way. You know, you cool. And you did manifest that. Yeah. Right. I was obsessed with it my whole life. So yeah. And it came true. Yeah. How just in like this way that you would have never known because social media did not exist when I was a child. So, you know, right. Which is so cool. And so we're going to talk about social media and like the, I guess the, the peaks and pits of social media, because there are certainly um, some, but I wanted to say if somebody is just starting a podcast or thinking of starting a podcast at the panel where I met you, I think several of you guys, I'm not sure if it was you, but you were like, just start, just start, just start. Is that the same advice you would have now? Like start on your phone. I know they have devices like that. Like for me, I started season one in a studio. My previous co-host, we, paid you know we paid to have somebody help us produce and go to a a a very professional studio season two i did do it at my kitchen counter i was like i gotta i gotta do this somehow and i don't know how else to do it season three i wasn't gonna start till i had my fucking neon sign right by the way i know you like wine i know you like to cuss so please yes you're good yeah i'm right at home here (laughs) okay good um but like for me i was like i'm not starting until i have my neon sign and my pink curtains and this is i had a i was like i'm not doing it i'm not doing it so it would be hard for me to tell somebody just start yeah. From your garage. No, I don't think I was the one that said that. Um, <laughs> there were others, yeah. But I also own a company where one of the things we do is podcast production. So I do come at it from a certain angle of, right. of a more professional angle. I completely understand that if someone felt strongly about being a podcaster and really felt passionate about it, and that's all they can make happen, obviously, you do what you got to do if mm-hmm. it's that important to you. But if you're trying to strategically, at least somewhat, plan it out – and and you feel really committed like you like the way that I felt like I knew in my gut I wanted to have a podcast I was committed to it for the long haul it's going to be years and years and years you know yeah. so if you have that that feeling I figure why not try to make it the best that it can be and even to this day I I record my show at my dining room table right. just cuz the home we live in that's the space that I I have yeah so and it still sounds great. And we still put it all over the internet. So you can still, you can kind of find a compromise, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Right. I just think, do the best you can. Audio quality, be consistent. Because as we both know, most podcasters aren't. They'll either completely quit a show, or they'll be like, oh, I missed three weeks. And it's like, oh, I'm back from my break. Right. All the time. It, that happens a little, but like, yeah, and I feel Gotta like be. once you get to a certain point, maybe that's a little bit more, I don't know, acceptable or something. But one of my sisters said to me recently, she's like, how long is the season for you? And I said, you know, I think people do see, I don't know how other people do seasons for me. 
it's really been a season of change in my life. Like season one was with a partner. Season two was at my previous apartment. Season three started here. I don't know when I'm going to make it a season four because all of my topics are, we talk about everything all the time. It's not like season one, I'm talking mental health. Season two, I'm talking dating. Um, But she was like, well, when are you going to take a break? You're not just going to go 12 months, are you? And I said, I don't see myself taking a break. I see myself pre-recording and maybe I'm taking a break for two or three weeks and giving Cinco two or three weeks off. But yeah, I don't see myself. And also, I just don't have that big of a platform yet to like hope people are going to remember me. Yeah, same, same. Three weeks or three months. It's not. It's different whenever you come in as more of a household name and maybe you already have a huge following. Um, for whatever reason, you're known by the public for something. And, mm-hmm. and that's, um, now they still have to put forth the effort and all that, but you could do a season where your show is really only on for two thirds of the year and the mm-hmm. other, th- you know, something like that. Cause you're right. They're, they're, it's going to be a little easier for that person to bring everybody back in for the next season. Yeah. And, but that's not the case. Most podcasters are not household names. Most podcasters are, either doing it themselves or a very small operation and yeah, just normal. Yeah. People putting your voice out there. So putting your voice out there. I'm the same way. I, in all these years, I've never missed a Monday that it comes out every Monday. And really? so I, I make a joke like as a whole other meaning to never miss a Monday. Cause normally like that's a fitness thing. Yeah. But in our world, it's podcasting. <laughs> it's podcasting. No, that's great. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with it. I love it. That's good. I've certainly missed um, Thursdays, not since I've had help and I've been in season three, but, um, and I think this holds me a little bit more accountable. Yeah. And as you grow, you just feel a little bit more, Figure I guess, pride and yep. things like that. So yeah. I guess that makes sense. Um, social media. Mm-hmm. You have a saying mm-hmm. and it's post the fucking video. Right. Okay. Right. That means forget about the haters. Like, what does that mean? Well, it's funny that you bring that up right now because I actually just um, recorded an episode of my show about that saying Okay, um, that at first it it was a literal thing because I work in social media and then like video got to be such a huge deal. So it was like post 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 the the fucking video. Um, But, you know, honestly, as time went on, I realized it was taking on this other meaning, which is just a little bit deeper and it can apply to anything. So Mm -hmm. when I say post the effing video, I put effing on there. And I don't know why I spelled it F dash ing rather than F. Yeah. Instead of E-F-F. Anyway. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I still got See, the point. I'm clearly horrible at naming <laughs> things, um, except for my children. They have good names. But anyway, um, I just realized it's a little bit deeper than that. It's 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 encouraging people to do the thing. Mm-hmm. It could be the video. It could be something else. But like, I just have always had this really deep perspective on like life and that time is limited and all that kind of stuff. So like, let's just do this. Yeah. You like, know? go apply for the job. Go. Yeah. To that new workout class. Right, like, what are, like, what are we waiting for? Post the video. Yeah, post it. I love it. And I love when you post your videos. So you are you. known for uh, treadmill yeah. and what is it? Spin bike? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what those bikes are called. What are they? Nordtrack? Pe- Peloton. Yeah. Peloton. <laughs> um, Mavi, Mavi. <laughs> okay. It matters. Is there a Nordtrack? Is that a bike? There's I don't know. There is a, yes. Something like another that. another brand. Okay. No, I'm a Peloton girl. Okay. Okay. My yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> how did that come about? How did you oh my first, gosh. like what in your mind, which I love, but what in your mind were like, I'm going to dance on this treadmill. Right. Like I'm going to choreograph a dance or like what were, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. My answer is going to be disappointing because I just decided to do it one day. Now I had already quote unquote danced on the bike. Okay. Um, I had it first. I had it for a whole year okay. before I got the treadmill. So I had posted a few videos where I was on the bike and just kind of grooving, kind of lip syncing, whatever. Yeah. And oh my God, I go back and look at those videos. Do not it's cringe. Not, it's, no. It's not. I didn't delete them. I Don't left delete them, them. But I'm telling you, they weren't good. And so I, and then when I got the treadmill, what happened, it's, it's a treadmill that without boring everybody with the details, it feels good under your feet. Like it's got these rubberized slats. It's not like a belt treadmill. Okay. And so when you stand, and there's quite a, there's a lot of them out there like that, I think now. But when I stood on it and it's like big, it's a beast. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this feels good. Yeah. You know? And then I just thought, well, I've danced on the bike. Let's just see what happens. And again, the first treadmill dancing videos were <laughs> unimpressive. Okay. Um, but 
And it just felt fun. And it was right at like, it was like right spring of 2020. Okay, so COVID. So, yeah. And so people were all up on social media right. that it didn't used to be. Right. It was just the perfect, it was just meant to be. Yeah. And so people were like, oh my God, who is this chick dancing on this treadmill? This is hilarious. And it is just, hilarious, but it is encouraging and empowering like you yeah. mentioned. Well, it's just, and it's just fun. And I think that that's something that people can take away about social media is that if you can somehow please incorporate stuff that you love mm -hmm. into your content, it, you're way less likely to quit mm -hmm. posting. Yeah. The whole experience is going to be better. And the people that are watching your stuff are going to feel that you like it. Like people can kind of tell if something's off if somebody's right. on camera and they're like, they're trying to dance, but they actually really fucking hate dancing. Yeah. That kind of thing. You know, people can feel the realness from you. And so, and I just thought, let's just have fun with this. And the videos started to do really well. And it's funny because I had already worked in social media. I had already started fun love media part-time. Okay. My kids were much younger. And I were you uh, doing a you had a a real a real job? I, well, I besides fun love media and podcasting. Well, before that, I worked in the family business. Okay, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, no. So I'd already started fun love media. I had it part time, just like a couple of clients. Okay, and then I started the videos after that, and. I I had never had really like big numbers of my own mm -hmm. on social media before that. I was just doing the work for other people. And the fact that I dance and I perform, music really matters. And before TikTok, it was complicated to use music in your content. Like oh. copywriting stuff, it was a pain in the butt. Okay, but I've TikTok, never been a big TikTok. Well, it's cause just because TikTok, it was more – it was before Instagram started Reels. So it was like, oh, well, I could actually use popular music – and mm. in my stuff okay. for the first time without it being like against the rules or whatever. Yeah. And it just was this perfect moment of all that coming together. And I've, I've been doing it ever since. And I, I love it, but I also just like, I think that a lot of times people in life, but also in social media, like feel like they need to reinvent the wheel. They feel like they need to try something new. You know. But when you find something that works, and as long as you're still enjoying it, like, I'm not too good for that. I will keep doing this shit until the fucking wheels fall off if I, if that's what I want to do. Yeah. You know? Because it's been over three years of treadmill dancing. So you're saying that people can be... <laughs> Sounds so weird. Of treadmill dancing. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're saying that you've heard that people can be like, oh, let's, like, we have to try something new now. Like, this is mm -hmm. getting old. We have to yeah. keep entertaining and changing. I don't think that people stick to stuff for very long. Uh -huh. And I don't know if it's, like, if that makes me sound like old school or I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's, a, I don't know what it is. But it's probably been a thing forever, right? It's yeah. hard to, like, have patience for, like, quote-unquote success to come. And yeah. put in those hours, which actually turn into weeks, then months, then years. And most people that reach these high levels of success in a career, no matter what kind, they worked on that shit for fucking years. Yeah. I can yeah. relate to the feeling of, oh my gosh, is this going to pay off? Yeah. Is this going to work? It's hard. Are more than more people than just my family or friends of friends of friends of friends of friends of acquaintances listening and right. like this? You know what I mean? So I can, um, I can identify with that. Although it hasn't, maybe that's ridiculous of me. It hasn't made me be like, maybe I'm not putting out the right content because <laughs> I'm not doing it for anyone else. Yeah. I'm doing it for me. So. Yeah. Well, and that's that's what's helping you so much because you're if you're enjoying it and you want to do it, <laughs> yeah, sweet. <laughs> Somebody else going to enjoy it along the way, and you'll 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 kind of you know adjust and tweak and kind of improve this or that whenever it feels right, and you know. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's weird how people just don't. They really want results really really fast, and I just have this understanding of that it'll take it'll take a long time as long. I mean, unless you're cheating and like buying social media followers. I've never understood that. I don't even know how to do it. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> but you can tell if somebody has 40,000 followers and then only 27 likes on a photo. Yeah. I know. But they still do it. It's very weird. It is very weird. What do we think about the random people in your DMs asking, like, are those real? The people who are like, we're looking for ambassadors for our program. And it's like a, it's the name of the company, but it's dot ambassador right that's fake right yeah i think that's fake i don't respond to them but i get them all no. the time and i'm like i mean i would take some free glasses but are you gonna <laughs> steal my identity is like, it worth the risk like, what's this shit gonna cost me <laughs> what is it gonna, like are the glasses free but my life is gonna cost a lot right and i don't know if i'm ready for that um no okay. i think they're fake y'all ju just say no okay, to those okay, offers okay, okay. No. yeah yeah 
Block it is them. hard to determine, too. <laughs> it is hard. Um, okay, what do you do about social media trolls, like, on actual s- social media? But I also want to know, have you ever had to overcome... Not, I mean, yeah, okay, judgment from people directly in your life, whether it be your, like, your kids or your your husband, just like, mom, stop, or, like, things yeah. like that. That's- well, thankfully, so far, my kids still think I'm pretty cool, but okay. they're, only nine, they're only nine and 12, so we'll see how long that lasts. You're almost getting to the place I mean, where they might hate you for a few years. They might. They might. I mean, it would be hard for them to hate you, <laughs> but... <laughs> My niece. They might hated my. It was so sad. Yeah. Hopefully, it's temporary. Extremely temporary. It's very temporary when it happens. (laughs) That I do think it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So right now, as of recording this, we're okay. Okay. Um. So no, they. In fact, they'll be in some of my content sometimes. Um. If they feel like it, like I don't care. We're kind of open minded about that. Like whatever happens, happens. Mm -hmm. Have fun with it, kind of thing. My husband is super supportive like of of all the things so yeah no issues there i mean yeah i i did i did have an instance with what is now an ex-friend um that that basically made fun of me in a facebook post because this was this was enough years ago where i didn't have fun love media yet i didn't have the career i have i didn't have my show didn't have my membership didn't have and i was exploring and i was trying i had my my Babies were babies, and I was trying to figure stuff out. So I was doing all kinds of things. I was blogging. I was vlogging. Mm-hmm. I was posting on social media. I had a side hustle, all the things that you could do. And one of the things I did was travel blogging, and it got my family and I like some really cool free shit. And um, we would document it and film it, and it was so fun, right? Mm-hmm. But this person made fun of me in a in a post, and um, and anyway. I'm sure they didn't use your name. They were just like. Yeah. How uh-huh. right. annoying are yes. you if you do this blank blank right. blank? Ew. Yeah. It was the it was the weirdest thing too, because I was like, why would you even why do you care? Was this person supportive like in conversations with you? Well, we didn't Ever? have a lot of conversations about it, but they they like had problems with lots of friends. So mm. it's not like this was new behavior okay. necessarily to be negative. But yeah. that feeling of of it could have been any any of my old friends, right? It doesn't really necessarily matter who. Yeah. It was that experience that you have similar to like as a kid, somebody makes fun of you and that feeling you get that sick feeling in your stomach and just horrible, like, you know, heat rush over you, like whatever it is. I'm, I know we yes. all know the feeling. Yes. And to have that in like my mid thirties, happen i was like what the fuck is this shit this is feels horrible i was crying but then mm. once, once i calmed down i was like fuck fuck him yeah you know and uh hadn't talked to his fucking ass ever since then bye bye look at me now yeah i was gonna say <laughs> but i bet he sees what you're doing now but it happens a lot you're right judgment is a big topic of mine because i genuinely believe that the fear of judgment from others holds so many amazing people back from so many things mm-hmm. social media but beyond yeah. and it's it's so sad and frustrating but it's also complex and i completely understand that you can't just flip a switch and suddenly not care about what anybody thinks about your shit like it's it's a process so it took me years of going through that and you just like do that kind of like self-therapy <laughs> self-coaching mm-hmm. dig deep make sure you got good people around you all the shit you hear but actually do it Right. And then stay really focused. Like when it comes to social media, a way to not worry about fear of judgment from others is to be so laser focused on who you're doing it for, right? Like, so who your audience is, Mm -hmm. who you're trying to help or educate or inspire or whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing and just be like hardcore laser focus. Doesn't mean those, those thoughts won't come in. They will, but like you can shove them aside faster if you're focused on your, your purpose. Okay. You know? That's good advice. I hope. I haven't had to experience that yet. Um, I think overall my my circle, my friend group, my family is very supportive of, one, the podcast, two, I guess social media we don't really talk about a lot. But I do feel this, and they're going to listen to this and be like, you're ridiculous. Hey. I do. <laughs> I do feel embarrassed sometimes when yeah. I'm out. and Because, yeah. for example, I have my personal social media 
and then I have my um, podcast social media page. Right. And I wanted to find a way to differentiate it. And actually, you helped me with this. You posted something many months ago, and you were like, oh. if you're going to have two platforms, and it was a, which I love that you never gatekeep. You're just like, hey, this is helpful for everyone. Oh, cool. This, yeah. So you were like, if you have a platform, but you're, you need to differentiate it or combine it or something like that. And it really got me thinking. And I was like, what's something, how I, how can I differentiate myself from my personal? I don't want to post the same things on both pages. Why, why would I do that? Right. Um, and I said, oh, I always, I always post selfies. And back in like MySpace days, like I would take selfies and people would shout out MySpace. Shout out MySpace. <laughs> people would, you know, quote unquote, make fun of me. Not actually, but like being like, taking a selfie like P, taking a selfie like P. And so I thought, okay, I'm just going to make every post on my personal page. If it's a carousel, fine. But it's all going to be a selfie page or a selfie, a mere selfie. Perfect. And that can work with sponsorships in the future, phone case, athleisure, furniture, what you got. Like, I was like, okay, this is great. This is not going to limit me at all. It's outfits, you know, all this stuff. And um, recently I had someone send in a question when I did like an Ask Me Anything for a podcast episode. And they said, not to be rude, but why do you post so many selfies? And it was a, pre a co-worker of mine. I worked with her one time on a show. I used to work in film and TV, which um, we can talk about in a moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Um, and I was like, people were like, because I reposted, here's some inspiration for some questions to ask. And people were like, ew, how rude. Ew, how rude. Why would someone ask you that? And I was like, I mean, it's a genuine question. I do post all of my photos or selfies. Why do I post them? And I explained it because I wanted to differentiate myself from my platforms right. that works for my platform. I'm into fashion. I change my phone cases every day. Like it works. It's an easy way for me to not get burned out on social media because I can easily take a mirror selfie yep. anywhere I go in my car, my rear view mirror, in yep. a restaurant. I knew that that was going to be the best path forward for me. Um, but I do get self-conscious sometimes when I'm out with friends or I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Yes. To take a selfie. You know what I mean? Like I kind of have to be like, yes, I understand. I know, you know what I'm going to do, do. and I'm going to post that photo later, but it's going to be cute, but, you know, or like, can you, can you take a photo of me? Cause I'm going to need to post yeah. it later. And it makes me feel a little self I do understand that actually. I, I still have moments like that. I, I really do. I, I had a moment, um, whenever we were on a cruise with like multiple families in the spring and, there was a like a music trivia game. There's mm. always games on cruises. Look, always games. What I'm else do you like do? Not, I don't I'm love not, a cruise. I'm not going on another fucking cruise. <laughs> Jesus I am not Lord. a cruise. Girl. No, and Dude, I don't get. It was, it was our floating prison. It's <laughs> 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 like you cannot escape. Where did you go? Uh, Mexico. Oh, anyway, yeah. okay. Anyway, but so they're having like a music trivia thing in one of the rooms, and so. A lot of us went, and it was like 2000s pop, and I was like, <laughs> feeling it right up my alley. Yeah. So we go, and we're participating. Just like write your little answers on the thing when she plays the thing. And later on, she was like asking for somebody to come up and dance like along to each song. And everybody's like, pretty, pretty, go, go, go. And like, I wouldn't go. And oh. I was just like, I only dance for strangers on the internet. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know, but I understand there there is something sometimes in real life when you have a moment where it's kind of a social media ish thing, it does feel a little awkward. I get it. I would rather like I used to ask one of my friends to take photos of me like, hey, I'll buy you dinner. Can you come take photos? And if, look, like, yeah, you don't need to buy me dinner, of course. But then I stopped because I felt so much less pressure taking a tripod and putting it on the sidewalk and taking a photo of myself. Oh yeah, I felt let. I'd rather have strangers judge me than my friend judge me. I yeah, felt like. even actually, though she was like, "Yeah, why? Why don't you let me do it anymore?" And I was like, "I just, I don't, I yeah. just can't. I just can't." That's cool though, because I have a hard time out in public with like a tripod. I gotta get yeah. better at that. It is like, hard, cares? but it is still hard. So I opted for the selfies. So fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can opted. we go back to the fact that you change your phone case every day? Yeah. What? Like. Every few, That's exciting. Maybe. Yeah, it's fun. I feel, I, I feel like I'm so boring now so that I know, you know this information about you. I have two things in life that are, I think it was like a trend, probably a little term that was going around, like sparks joy, things that like spark oh, joy. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. One is my nails. Okay, I hate getting my nails done. Yeah. I hate the process. Yeah. I wish I never had to go ever again. I wish that Same. would be my magic trick. Yeah. 
but I love having my nails done. Okay. And feel like an absolute scumbag if I don't. Yeah. If one breaks, I'm at the nail salon in two seconds. I can't. It makes me so happy. Yeah. Changing my phone case has been a recent (laughs) spark joy. I have like a bright, a bright yellow, a bright green, a bright pink. I have a rainbow. Oh my god. It just kind of is like. that's I don't fantastic. know, just the mood I'm in. I'm not living life, man. I had the same <laughs> fucking case on my phone for a year and a half. But you know what? <laughs> you know what's going to suck? You know what's going to suck is when I get a new phone and it's fucking 20 sizes bigger with a yeah. different charging cord and I'm going to need to buy 17 more phone cases. You are. You're going to have to buy a whole, a whole new bundle of them. <laughs> and also, I'm trying to get a phone case sponsorship. So, hello. <laughs> Call her. Call me. This episode is sponsored by Fun Love Media. Fun Love Media is a boutique social media and podcasting agency owned by yours truly. We help mission-driven brands across the country stand out and make a positive impact on the world through social media, podcasting, and beyond. Whether you're local to Houston and want to schedule a content shoot to create videos and images for your social media accounts, or you're in any other part of the U.S. and want a new logo and brand design, or even want to launch your own podcast, we can help. With our done-for-you content creation, we cultivate a fun and exciting online space so your brand can make the positive impact on the world that it's meant to. Let's be honest, we're a group of creative people with a soft spot for our fellow world changers. If you're ready to tell your story, make a difference, and have fun doing it, you have found your content creation team in Fun Love Media. Head to funlovemedia.com or email me directly at Brittany at funlovemedia.com to get started today. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y at funlovemedia.com. Okay, so yeah, just stay focused. Dance for strangers, not on cruises. <laughs> that's a, <laughs> that's a lesson the of the day is, no, I don't want to go on a cruise with you. Yeah. No. I'm good. I've been on a couple to Mexico to too, but I was mm-hmm. yeah, no, I don't know. No need to ever do another one. Mm-hmm. I just don't get them because I want to go experience the place that I'm going to. Mm-hmm. So I would just rather not be on right. the floating prison like you just said it was. <laughs> I want to get out and go. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just as people at the buffet and it's crowded and they're like breathing on the food and then i don't know just you know what is good on a cruise is the ice cream oh yeah you know those like a soft serve oh yeah those are good yeah really good. i did like having unlimited because we upgraded and paid for it unlimited um like coke zero with cherry in it this is a recent wait obsession explain this to me (laughs) okay i am now obsessed with you actually can buy at the grocery store like cherry coke zero okay and my shout out megan she is the one that got me obsessed with this she works with me and i didn't drink sodas for seven fucking years but then when the new year of 2023 comes around, I decide on New Year's Day that I should have one because I don't really like coffee that much. So I'm justifying it, right? I'm like, and there's some caffeine in that. And so, I mean, Ryan gets to have his coffee every day and that makes him so happy. But I don't have a happy drink. I mean, except for alcohol, but like a non-alcoholic right, happy drink. Right, right, right. And I was like, so fuck it. I'm going to have some Coke Zero and I'm going to try the cherry one, she said. And I just like, I, and now we're halfway through the year. I'm still addicted to them. And I got so, all of the ones I could drink on the cruise. That was the best part. What do you mean unlimited Coke Zero on a cruise? Like in your room? Like, or? like, like well, you, No, no, it's actually a little bit of pain in the ass because you got to go <laughs> to the fountain drink thingamajigger <laughs> with all the options and push all the button for the flavor of the soda. It's a Coca-Cola. And machine. if you didn't upgrade, you would have only had like juice and water. <laughs> Why are people going on cruises? What is happening? juice and water (laughs) maybe some regular coffee um yeah i had to pay extra and we did done the same thing and um it was amazing that was a highlight of the cruise everybody (laughs) that's amazing wait do you open a can of cherry cook zero in the morning yeah you do i drink it instead of coffee i that's the drink think i have something to say about (laughs) great speaking of judgment from others go ahead fine when I hear a can open in the morning, I think, who's the psycho? <laughs> I really do. I'm like, 
<laughs> got it down. Who is drinking a soda at this hour? I, well, I mean, I don't. It's like really early. I drink some water first, okay? <laughs> but lately, especially in the warmer temperatures, okay, I am having that in the morning. I enjoy coffee, but I don't feel. Are you a coffee drinker? Yeah. So coffee drinkers, especially like. High, high level coffee drinkers <laughs> y'all are just so excited about it and i was jealous because it's like it's, it's so exciting for every every day you get to have like maybe i have an addictive personality and i just wanted it i don't know what it is yeah. but um so i like coffee i just here and there i don't get excited enough to be like committed and also i can't do caffeine and coffee there's a difference between the caffeine and coffee it and totally the affects and people differently i could fall asleep two seconds after oh that's my coffee. husband he can he could drink a fucking pot and go to sleep yeah but me give me one regular size little mug of fully caffeinated coffee it's like i'm on crack i'm gonna run laps around the building okay it's, wait, it's bad that? news anxiety <laughs> it's heart palpitations so yeah when i go to starbucks i'm like do you have a decaf <laughs> they're like what the fuck are you here for yeah some people like a good decaf it tastes good so whatever okay yeah all right so i'm not crazy i just <laughs> i mean maybe a little bit you know the my boss at my work um <laughs> does that and whenever she opens a can of soda i've never said this to her and she doesn't know i have a podcast one day she's gonna find out it's not gonna go well for me but <laughs> she goes she'll open a soda can every day i'm like another soda but i'm like i'm being such a judgmental asshole that's how i feel about you coffee people coffee was made for the morning well i know but like there's so much of it like i feel like it's so much that people are like you know like you see a post like one cup's never enough and shit like that like it's like okay well how many cups are you having (laughs) okay i'm so sorry I, and now you I guys never heard somebody say that about drinking soda. It's the sound of the can. Because for me, I drink if I'm drinking soda in the morning, I had a rough night. Oh, so I think that's what I okay. like relate it to. Like okay. if I'm hungover, I need a burger and a can of Coke. Okay. So. That is really good for a hangover. I don't have hangovers much anymore because I I have felt like the older I've gotten, the more particular I am about what I drink. And then you yeah. have then you have your own little personal drinking rules. Because, only because you don't want to feel bad, not because because I'm, the hangover lasts for days. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. But like, I have my little boundaries. I, I have certain brands I'll drink, not because I'm I'm a, I am bougie a little bit, but okay. like not just because of that, but it's because I know that if I drink this other shit, it's gonna be a problem. Uh-oh. I am forty two. Is like, Kendall Jackson Chardonnay on your list? Oh, because that's what we're drinking. Oh no, but I've had it before. Okay, I just haven't had it in a long time. It's not gonna make you hungover though. No, I think we're okay. Okay, <laughs> just one. We're okay. okay, but I mean. Whenever people are like, I'm going to have a glass of wine. Really? I don't. One. I I wanted a glass of wine so bad last night, but I literally, and this is going to make me sound terrible. I was like, when's the last time I haven't had a drink? Because I've just been doing a lot. And I was like, it's been, I think it's been a week and a half and I've had a drink every single day. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm not having a drink, but I was like, I just want one glass while I'm doing podcast stuff. And I didn't do it, which makes me sound so strong. Um, it's it's relatable. I understand. Yeah, I, I, was can, like, I had a sober night last night. I understand. Okay. But because on Friday, I had like a lot of martinis. <laughs> now, I was on my couch, safe at home, watching TV. It's not like it was like a wild night. Yeah. But like, you know, you're at the house and you can make your own cocktail. And Yum. then one thing leads to another and you've had four martinis on your couch. Love. Yeah. That's a lovely night. It was fantastic. But I knew after the weekend <laughs> that I had, I you needed, I to needed re- a, a night off to just hydrate. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> we got up. <laughs> we got up. This is now a podcast about beverages. <laughs> this is now a I mean, ki- I mean, it kind of is, actually. It right? is. It, <laughs> but as we've, always we've, been. we've touched on all of the, the yes. beverages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> next uh, subject. Next thing I want to talk to you about is, I know you have a strong opinion on it, and I'm curious, is... Hustle culture, like Mm. work hard. Um, Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, you know, Kim Kardashian, who people gave her shit for. What what did she say? Like, it seems like people don't work anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love Kim Kardashian. I love the Kardashians. Love. I think they're an inspiration. Totally. And they 100% are. If you can't see that, you're blind. You're blind. And you're not going to, like, they've, sure, it started all from a sex tape, 100%, but that's how it started. Right. 
And they didn't stop. Right. How and many of you people going. had sex tapes out there? You ain't done shit with it, have you? Exactly. <laughs> how many how many of you have sex tapes and are sitting at home crying about it? Look right? what you could be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, I love Kim Kardashian. And I do I I I I do not like the widespread anti-hustle messaging right now only because I feel like people make it so seem like it's so black and white. It's this or that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that about any topic necessarily. I I want to recognize that life is complicated and there's lots of variables and there's gray space everywhere. Like it's, you know, and so those messages of like, you don't have to work that hard, you know, or it's, it's, it should be easy. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's doing a disservice to people that are ambitious, that want to reach <clears throat> high heights in their, say, career is something I relate to because it actually does take a lot of work and effort. Now, I guess maybe your opinion of what a lot of work is might be different, but, but I don't like that extremism is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, just sit back and, and do like a 27-step morning ritual because everybody has two and a half hours for that. Like, it's just, it's just a lot. It's extreme. It, it's extreme and it's not – well, it's definitely just not relatable. Right. Like, I don't – I'm I don't come at me. It's fine. But like, I'm not, I'm not going to journal. I'm not going to meditate. I'm not going to do breathing exercises. Now we all have our little things, but like for me, it's like watching the Kardashians at night. That's That's how you decompress, relax. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I just think that it's so dishonest to say that it's easy to acquire great, great, great success. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, I'm talking big shit kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause it's, it's just not true. Yeah. And I think that, there's nothing to be ashamed of for some reason, like that kind of opposite narrative is ha- like, I think maybe probably whenever I was like littler, right. Like it was probably more common to be like work hard. And they would yeah. say, they would say no pain, no gain mm-hmm. at the gym and shit like that. And I just think that we've been in a time period where it went totally the opposite when really there's a truth in the middle there and for both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but also it's like, what are your goals? <clears throat> if you, if you don't have, the same goals as somebody else, you're not going to need to put forth the same effort. Like, that's cool, you know? So I just speak to the people that have those huge, huge, you know, goals. Yeah. Like, I've got what I call Tony robbins size goals, you know? Yeah, love and Tony Robbins. That takes, that takes work. years of work and effort. But, but the thing is, is that people I've talked to you about, <clears throat> like, burnout and things like that, and I have some friends that talk about that, and I love them so much, but... There's a difference whenever you're doing it for your own business also mm-hmm. versus for someone, you know, for, you know, as Completely an employee. Agree. So, of course, I'm going to be like hard at it. I'm, it's my own company. It's my own thing. I'm not helping someone else build success. I'm, you know. Yeah. It's your name on it. Yeah. Yeah. I and I love agree. it, too. So if you love it, it's like it doesn't even feel like it's that hard. Right. Hard, you know, whatever. It does feel hard. I mean, for me. And maybe that's just because I'm still oh, in a very new stage. Very hard days. For sure. Yeah. Um, I recently started documenting how many hours I spend on the podcast because I have a 40-hour week job. Okay. And I was like so exhausted and I was telling my therapist and I was learning new equipment and we got – I'm videoing for the first time this season. I had to figure out new software and da 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 And she's like, what exactly has changed? And I was like, I'm just doing more because I, I'm, I invested a lot of money in this and I'm just doing more and I want to climb – climb higher, you know? And she's like, well, how many hours? I said, I don't know what I'm going to start. I'm working about 25 to 30 hours a week on the podcast on top of the 40 hour. And honestly, it's made me feel better to see that in writing because when my friends asked me to hang out and I'm like, sorry, podcasting, sorry, editing, sorry, this, I just never was keeping track of that. But now I feel like, I mean, I'm working two almost full-time jobs. Um, it doesn't always feel like work because I do love it, right. but I do recognize that I miss out on some things yeah. or I can't be as present or I don't respond as quickly. And so I think it's important to kind of like touch for me. I like to touch base with myself. And yeah. um, once every couple of days, I'll kind of think to myself, have I talked to all my friends recently? And I want to reach out to them and say like, hey, I haven't talked to you in a couple of days. How, you know, I have friends in different states and right. stuff like that. So I think it's important to recognize <clears throat> that even if it doesn't feel like work, you are working and you are absent from something most likely. So check in with yourself, check in with your people. Right. Well, yeah, same. And it's like, it's to me, that's common sense, but I actually even had somebody tell me, well, not to everybody. It's not common sense. And I'm like, well, I can't take care of you. Like you're grown up. So like, 
I don't know, do what's best for you. It's okay. But I also think that there's this um, idea of what being a hustler or hard worker, you know, goal oriented, what that lifestyle looks like. And I even posted on my Instagram stories recently about that. Like I was having a Sunday sitting on my bed watching Emily in Paris. Like, Mm And I, I I had some work to do that day. Granted, I'm growing a company, so it's it's not a common probably thing. But like I did it in the comfort of my bed and my kids were in the next room and I see my family all the time. So I'm trying to show that like just because I believe in the power of effort and passion and drive and going for it and all that stuff, like mm-hmm. doesn't mean that like I'm literally twenty four seven just going, going, going. I, I make time, you know? So like, yeah. literally, I'm not joking about the Kardashians and things like that. Every evening, I have TV time. Every single night without fail. And I think that's just one of the little things, like you're saying, like one of those little things that helps me kind of feel refreshed and relax yeah. my brain. Right. Yeah. I came from uh, film and TV for five years I worked in and there was a tendency for us all to brag. It kind of came off as bragging that we worked so hard or that we never had time to do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, I would be like, I worked 97 hours this week and <laughs> had to cancel two doctor's appointments. And that's a, like a real sentence that I've said, like, because <sighs> I just didn't have time and it's that hustle culture. But when you're doing it for, especially Hollywood where people are, you know, not everyone cares about humans in that industry. Like, right. you got a doctor's appointment? Fine, I'll get somebody else and you're never welcome back. Like, you you know, right. like, that right. has happened. Right. Yep. Um, But after leaving that industry, I was like, I... That was a big reason why I'm, I chose to... I'm still in the union. I still pay my dues and I'll still make guest appearances doing that. But I knew that it was never going to be my forever because I was so undervalued. Yeah. Not intentionally because of my work, but just everyone in that industry was. And I just never wanted to feel that way again. Right. So when I interviewed for a a real corporate job here, they were like, what do you like? This is quite a change. What are you interested in? And I was like, I want to go to work and I don't want to take a whole lot home with me. And I want to be able to make a doctor's appointment and I want to go to dinner with my friends and I want to shower in less than five, like, or more than five minutes and I want to eat. And so on that Well, you came from such an extreme situation. Exactly. That's like major. Yeah. I don't. I don't work like that. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, and But, I mean, right now I'm working almost, let's say, 70 hours a week. Yeah. But 30 hours of it, it's something that I love doing and I enjoy doing. And, right. And um, it's very satisfying. And Right. So. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. that. That's why I feel so passionate about the topic. Because, like I said, it's not just one way or the other. There's so many different variations of the story. And I just I, I just very much dislike how it's – it's um. It's become a negative. Yeah, it's become a negative that, that, yeah. And like, that shouldn't be, that's not it either. Like, let's just call everybody calm down. Like, er, that's what I always want to say that to everybody, like from the rooftops. Calm the fuck down. (laughs) Everybody. Jesus Christ. You know, about everything. Yeah. Go have a drink and dance on a treadmill. Calm down. Yes. Um, But, but, you know, anyway, so I just, I personally believe in like that effort and that quote unquote hard work. But I also, I also understand that, like, I have loved ones, and I also have interests that are outside of my work. Mm-hmm. Even if it is just watching the Kardashians, okay. Even if it is, it's it that brings me joy. Yeah. Like you said, sparks joy. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I mean, I see my kids and my husband all the time. We've designed a life the way it is for a reason, so we could be together a lot. We are together a lot. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we succeeded with that plan. And that's another thing. We had a big life change. Like my husband used to be the main career person and forever. Mm -hmm. And in 2020, he lost his job and we swapped places. And that's when I took fun love media from being part-time to what it, to start to grow it to what it is Mm -hmm. now. And it's like, when you have kind of like that opportunity to have a big life change like that, that's what we did. We were like, well, let's try to design this, to be different from what we've known because he was kind of living that life similar to what you did Mm -hmm. with work, maybe not quite as extreme because it's not Hollywood related, but where he was just gone a lot, you know, and Mm -hmm. he never was he going to be able to be at like a school program for the kids or something. Right. So we looked at that as an opportunity of like, okay, you lost your job sucks because that pays for the bills, but I have this little company. I know I can like totally, totally go crazy with it. I know I can grow it. Mm. And then at that time is when we kind of designed things to be where he can be 
just as present as me. If, if not, he was more present than me with the kids for a while because we kind of swap places. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing that's kind of cool that takes time. Like you can't always just right out of the gate whenever you're younger necessarily do that, right? You've got to kind of fumble through and figure shit out, right? Yeah. Like, like you probably needed that experience. It doesn't mean that it was great, but like you had that experience you have with your work. So it's probably helping your it life be better me, now. Absolutely. It made me realize that I did value healthy meals, yeah. working out, yes. speaking to my friends and family like on a regular basis. Anything else besides yeah. what you were working It really yeah. did. Yes. And for a while I was so this is so cool. I'm working in Hollywood. I'm working on all these shows. I'm working my ass off. I never have time to do anything because I'm a successful costumer. But I was like, what am I getting right out of this? Nothing. Right. I mean, yeah. what am I doing with this paycheck? My savings account is huge, but what am I doing with it? Cause I'm not spending any money. Right. I'm not living life. I'm not living life. I'm not doing yeah. anything. I'm not dating. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. That's, and that's not cool. So, and you, you have, we, we all have these kinds of experiences that, that feels so negative and they are and then you get brave enough to make the change mm-hmm. and then you learn from it and then you make your life what you want it to be and but you continue to make your life what you want it to be i think it's a it's a gradual process yeah it's not like a one-stop you know? shop yeah but i mean you know everybody's different so that's why that's just a thing on social media in general though with messaging right like people get on it's like the, my way or the highway and it's like i stop. posted a video i don't know i guess a year and a half at this point and it was totally random i i can't believe it went viral i don't know how many million views there was i it was new at this corporate job i put a tea bag i was drinking wine and then i had an international call and i was like i'm gonna put this in a mug because i still want to drink my wine and then i was like oh this would be funny and so i filmed it and i like taped a tea bag to the side of the mug and then i was like this is how you, <laughs> you take taped a, it a, yeah like i went i taped it that's how far i went <laughs> Is commitment. These people <laughs> were like work life balance. I would never take a call at seven PM, like quit, fire, report them, HR. So many comments. I mean also calling me an alcoholic and things like that of, and of telling course. me I have rosacea. <laughs> <laughs> I've, done I've been told I've been given skincare tips that were unsolicited guests. <laughs> they were like Keep drinking, you're gonna worsen that rosacea. I'm like, hey, <laughs> I bet you're fucking boring, okay? I don't have rosacea. (laughs) And then what's funny I just had a facial a couple months ago, and she did this thing where she, like, put the... I guess it was, like, an attachment to her. I don't know what it was, but she's like, let me take a deeper look at your skin. Oh, you have a little bit of rosacea. (laughs) I was dead. That bitch on the internet was right. It was a man, too. It was a man. Of course it was. Of course it was. I wanted to like go find the comment and be like, you were right. Thank you so much. I'm getting I'm getting treated. You must be a skincare expert. Yeah. Mm. But people were going crazy, like COVID should have changed this hustle. Like just nuts. I was like, oh yeah. my god, you guys are fucking hilarious. It literally depends on your situation. It just, it's just depends. It just depends. Just balance on, it for yourself. It's literally who freaking knows everybody's life is different yeah but i just i always just am so committed to showing what i'm having to do to get what i'm getting mm-hmm. so that's why it all came about and me even talking about it because i was like whoa, whoa, whoa hang on there's a lot of people talking about how your business can be easy yeah sure certain kinds but like the people that and we only know what we know so mm-hmm. i'm like well the people out there that are trying to do what i'm doing that it's not like that. You know, it's quite complicated and difficult and does take long hours sometimes. And you do have to figure out how to manage your time. So you can have time with love. You know, you have mm-hmm. you. And so I'm thinking, God, I don't really hear anybody talking about this. Yeah. I hear this other message. So I just wanted to be real and be like, this is what it's like to grow a company and to actually have to, you know, you have employees and then you also have a family. And I just wanted to be real about it and be like, I've worked seven days a week sometimes. At least yeah. I enjoy it, so that's the silver lining, but it's, you know, it is what it, it is. What is the saying? It takes 10 years to be an overnight, overnight success. success. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. We're going. I got a little while longer to go. <laughs> I got a little while, <laughs> a little while longer than you, but <laughs> we are on the road and that's what matters. We are. Well, and it's fun and I'm, I'm thankful for it and it's, it's all good. It's all good. I just think it's just trying to promote everybody just being honest and real. No, know? I, and I love and appreciate that about 
your content that you put out. I love like when you go around and you're like walking and you're filming yourself while you're walking. So it's like, I don't know, a thought came into your mind and yeah. you're just talking. So I look horrible, but like, whatever. <laughs> you don't. But oh, well, I- thanks. I have a little, <laughs> probably have a little filter on my face so that y'all don't have to look at all that. But well, I mean, the thing, what's so funny accidentally about the whole dancing in your home mm-hmm. gym thing is that I don't look my best. But so people are used to like, so I didn't set the bar very high on physical appearance of my content. Yeah. So it actually makes it quite easy on me. Like, you know what I mean? It's not like I have like a beauty brand where like, I really do need to look a certain way because I understand that that matters Mm -hmm. for certain people. But that's not my brand. Your brand is being yourself. So so it's so nice. I could be like a nasty, sweaty mess on a walk and... It's perfectly acceptable. I feel like that's kind of the the path I've created for myself for the podcast. That's why I'm in sweats. Sometimes I do my makeup. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. You just live your life, girl. Live my life. You do you, boo. I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. Actually, I have two things to put you on the spot. Oh, God. Do you have, and maybe you haven't listened to any of my podcasts, maybe you've just seen the clips on um, on my page. Do you have any, is there one piece of advice that you would give me that you've seen a constructive piece of criticism or even a positive, I guess. So I don't put you on the spot. Yeah, bad. no, I, w- I would give you positive because to, well, season three, you are in the three. First of all, I mean, honestly, though, that's a that's a big feat like that. We talked about that earlier before we started recording and everything. It's it's just podcasts don't last mm-hmm. that long. I don't remember the numbers. I've read them before and it was it was. It was upsetting. <laughs> like so many people don't continue the show. Yeah, there's like a thirty a thirty episode itch is what oh, I, I've heard. Okay, um, I don't know how recent that. Yeah, research. Okay, was, well that but, would make sense because mm-hmm. you know maybe you like almost make a year but not quite. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that is to me really admirable, just because I think you know you're going and you're going and you're going, and it's like something about that podcasting and social media that it's like you. It's not like it's always going to be a thing. <laughs> I think people are like mm-hmm. waiting for some. I keep hitting your microphone. Okay. I get very excited <laughs> with my arms. Loud but talkers. I think that people are waiting for like a like there's ma- there's some magical rainbow. Something's going to happen, mm-hmm. and then what? But really, it's a commitment, and you just keep going as long as you want to keep going Mm -hmm. and it could just go on till the end of fucking time you know but it's hard for some people to really commit and have the patience so seriously like congratulations to you for going for that long and this is amazing i literally own a podcasting agency and i do not have a studio (laughs) like this i mean but you don't need one like you don't actually need one it's just something i had in my mind and i was gonna do it it's a cool like you you had a goal you had a vision and you did it you're not gonna do this shit without your fucking sign and your curtains Mm -hmm. and i'm with you and i started thinking because this apartment is driving me fucking nuts and i'm like when my year is up am i moving what am i gonna do with these curtains if they're not as long as the next you're gonna like choose an apartment (laughs) around the curtains is what's gonna happen i literally would yeah, yeah, I don't. Blame which is you. embarrassing. I would, no, I would do the same. It's not embarrassing. <laughs> or maybe I'll just rebrand or something. I don't know. Um, okay, well, thank you for that. Second thing I'm gonna put you on the spot is a wine of the week, and we've kind of been, I guess, whining and bitching all episode. But yes, yes. Uh, I mean, we did whine about cruises. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Whine about <laughs> but but I I I will whine officially give you a wine that has to do with social media because it's on brand for me. And it's just about, and similar to what we were talking about earlier, is about all these quote-unquote experts and like telling you that their way is the only way. And there are things just like anything where it's kind of like foundation Mm -hmm. with social media. There's obvious things that pretty much everyone should be doing. But beyond that, the possibilities are just all over the place. Everybody's a unique little snowflake. So whenever there's this expert out there telling you, you have to do it this way. If it feels weird to you and you'll know, they're like, you have to do this kind of video and do this way. And you know, and it just feels bad to you. Then just listen to yourself mm-hmm. because they may be an expert, but a lot of experts are really giving opinions. Well, yeah, then I think you know. probably you would want to just look for an expert in more of the lane or the yeah. path that you're in. Right. Right. Yeah. And Expert take again. take advice and make it your own. Like even if you're listening to my show, I tell you the same thing with mine. Take what I say and then just customize it to your situation. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of times it's just giving examples, giving people ideas and stuff. So that's that really does actually bother me because I work in the industry and, and I see people get on social and be like, you have to do this. 
it's the only way to succeed. And it's like, eh, not really. Yeah, Shut I up. did just recently see like, I mean, I see it all the time, but like, in order to be successful on TikTok, you literally need to post at the same time every single day and you need to post three <sighs> times a day. And I was like, immediately I did go like, I'm a failure. I'm never going to do that. I'm quitting. Like, right. I'm not doing TikTok. I hate you. Right. And right. then I was like, okay, relax. Yeah, you're not going to do right. that. So just do what you can do. Yeah. And it'll pick up where it won't. Yeah, exactly. Well, you were so smart with your selfie thing. Like, I always tell people, like, do, what is sustainable for you? What will you actually follow through with? Because what happens is, is that you follow through with the thing. And that's how you build confidence as well. You mm-hmm. keep promises to yourself. Mm-hmm. That that makes you more confident in yourself. Yeah. And trust yourself more. Because you know. Because you did the thing you said you'd do. Right. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. You, keep, you know. And so pick something that's sustainable. Like, there is a reason why I keep dancing in these videos. Because I know I want to do it. And I will just do it. Yeah, and if you decide to that you want to stop and that it doesn't bring you joy, or then yeah. you just will and you'll do something else. Yeah, if you want, I'll, I'll learn how to juggle fire. Perfect. Yeah, you can do something with cherry coke syrup. <gasps> Coca Cola, <call laughs> juggle me. soda cans. Okay, okay. Empty though, because heavy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we might need to. Yeah, half half full. <laughs> Open. That <laughs> will work. Spray it on everybody like champagne. <laughs> Do that. I'm like your kids. Your kids. <laughs> oh my god, hilarious. Okay, Brittany, thank you so much for coming. Can you list out all of the places where you can find me? Because I did not memorize that. And I've had wine. So. Yeah, no, it's fine. Um, thank you. You uh my social media hub is Instagram, so it's at Brittany Crossin. Um, I'm also on TikTok. I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on LinkedIn. Um, when you do what I do, you kind of need to be everywhere. I'm on yeah. Threads. Threads is new. I'm threads there. is new. How are we I'm feeling there. about Threads? Um, I'm cool with Threads. It's Twitter, but on Instagram, right? That's yeah. how we're treating it. Okay, basically. How yeah. many is two Threads? How many is too many Threads a day? Because the other day on the couch, I was like, and I had like a few Threads. Oh, oh, I don't. It know. was every thought that came in my head. I threaded i think it's to- do whatever you want especially now in the beginning like just balls of the wall go for it and see and what how happens are people getting followers on threads how do we get i think a lot of it's coming from your instagram followers because when you go to join it it prompts you right but it- new how are like i wonder I, i've noticed that i've gotten new ones i think it's mostly from like interacting on other people's posts okay like i commented on something that gary v posted the other day and like three people followed me from that oh so okay, I think just getting it's out. just like it's, anything it's mingling. It's You're just mingling. social media networking is what it is. Exactly, okay. but yeah, I'm on all the socials. So just okay, like Brittany Crossen, B R I T N E Y, just like Brittany Spears. If you know, you know, uh, Crossen, C R O S S O N. Okay, um, follow me, and then links to my websites are on my socials. Yeah, so, and if yeah. you guys are in the social media content creator podcasting world, it, she. I, like I said earlier, she does not gatekeep. Like, just you don't have to be a member to yeah. Small Biz Social no. Society to get Ooh. any of those, um, those advice or pieces no. of advice or benefits. So, yeah, no, we're talking Brittany. about it all the time on on the Social Sunshine Podcast. I love it. And I'm happy to share. DM me, ask me a question. That's cool. I help. Yeah, she does. She always helps and responds. So, thank yeah. you very much for coming. Thank you for having and me for in me. your beautiful <laughs> studio. You and Cinco. This is so fun. <laughs> And I got wine. Oh my and God. you got wine. I have children at home. My husband's taking care of dinner. This is exciting. Okay. I was going to say, and I didn't, I was going to say thank you, thank you, thank you again for, um, I had someone on last week too who has children and a husband. And I was like, this is really a poor time or maybe it's not. No. It's a good excuse to get out. Okay. So, I'll keep doing it. I never leave the house on a Tuesday night. Are you kidding? This is exciting. Okay. Perfect. Thank good. you. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, um, <laughs> you're making love. You were just really excited looking into that. You're He's just, like, "Oh, thank God, they're almost with, done." You're happy with with the with the visual. Winers, uh, love you guys so much. As usual, you can follow Cinco. I forget what his things are, but they're in the <laughs> they're in the link below. Um, and then me, Paige underscore Crutcher, and then Adultish Wines on Instagram and TikTok if you want. But I'm mostly Instagram. Love you guys. I'll see you next Thursday. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.